What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Let's work. Hey, plotting my escape. This game riding niggas fake. Got a couple M's hiding in the safe. Imagination turned a Honda in the race. I was doing 80 on the interstate. Trying to make it back before my class dark. Country nigga never seen a passport. Till I popped off and got a bag for it. Now I'm at the garden sitting in half court. Watching Junior catch it off the bad boy. Feel nigga never seen nothing. Except a fucking triple bean jumping. Good dope, leave a fiend crumping. Made it out, it gotta mean something. Either you gon' hustle or that nigga Uncle Sam got your ass re-enlisting. Two six murder scene pumping. Better leave it tucked if you ain't dumping. Pow, pow, nigga, he slumping. Twelve coming, we ain't seen nothing. Time chain, niggas ain't rumbling no more. Now nah, what for? Hungry for more. If you solo leave vocal, listen close and you can hear grumbling. Multi and I'm still munching. Big bag, never fear fumbling. Won't smoke, nigga, don't choke. I'm a whole fucking nicotine company. Dream girl, the army, not a navy. How could you ever try to play me? Kill him on a song, walk about the boot through the Westbrook. Look, dude, look who we have here. You actually got me in studio. The boys are back once more. We say we're done with a hiatus. Well, no, and then it's, we go, it's, you we know, go into a hiatus. It's, it's a Joe thing. It's a, it's a Joe's got to build, uh, build his uh, Listen, consistency back I wasn't, thing. I wasn't, you're dry snitching. You're dry snitching on yourself. You're indirectly. Oh, well, no. I mean, well, I'm open everything. You know, so, let's, hey, let, no, let's no, no. hit. Let's no, go Okay, ahead. okay. Let's Listen, hear. I wasn't going to snitch. But, but you're snitching. Go ahead. I'm snitching on myself. So I went ahead and pre-studio, we had a talk with Engineer Sam, yeah. and we had a talk with Shanuti, and I basically, for what, the, what is it, Engineer Sam, the ninth or tenth time apologized for being inconsistent, and I saw on their face, and it was a face of, okay, that's great, now let's see it. So what I am promising on air Right now, calling myself accountable to the fans of the Faces franchise that have been with us since day you're one. Putting, you're putting your body on the line now. I right? am not only putting my body on the line, I am putting my heart and my soul and everything that is my integrity on the line saying that we will be here every single week for you, a.k.a. I will be here because they are always here. And now wait, now wait, because you may hear that bated breath there in the background from my co-host, Michael All I'm Farish. saying. Now... It's a build the trust thing back up. And right. it's, not just, it's not just with you guys. It's not just with Face of the Franchise fans, which is the most important, my number one priority. But it's with Engineer Sam. It's with Jeff, who sits in the corner. It's with, <laughs> who sits silent in the corner. Jeff, Jeff in the corner. He doesn't say a lot of things, but my man's shaking his head right now. A hundred percent. Does he even listen still? I don't know. I hope he certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, who sits silent in the corner. And, of course, my co-host, my partner, who I need to do the most building, uh, at least building back up the, uh, I'm going to be here every Monday. Cause I say outside of that, we're beautiful, baby. Listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying, we're trying to get you out this nine to five. I'm trying to get out of my nine to five. Yes. Everybody's trying to get out of nine to five and we have an avenue. Some that of we us are wiping it. ass for nine but to listen, five. Yeah. 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 I mean, right now, right now we're trying to get out. And you're over here still selling dime bags. We're just, we're just, <laughs> we're not trying to get caught. You're just out here just selling them. You're slinging them. 
And then, like, at the same time... And just like, for my current job's sake, we mean, di- like, bags filled with dimes, correct? Yes, okay. because for okay. your job, we, we <laughs> yeah, can't okay. talk about it. But, <laughs> hey, we're back. This is the Face of the Franchise podcast. We can. We meant weed. We went back <laughs> I am your host, Michael the Pharaoh Shinudi, and always to my front, the man with the hour, too sweet to be sour, Joe Little O. And Joey, you know what? It's listen. It's the off season, so we're not missing much. So the hiatus kind of also part of my kinda, excuse, yeah. Yes. That is your excuse train. The excuse train. <laughs> it's not a lot, but you know what? One thing really did catch that my is eye. part of the excuse train. Well, yes. one one <laughs> one of the biggest stories is DK Metcalf. Yes, everybody remembers his ass chasing down Buddha Baker like he was a turtle shell, and he that was Mario Kart. And first of all, can we get it correct? All right. If I am going to show up here every single Monday, at least get the video game consistency correct. No, the, and the Mario Kart correct. No, no. It's the it's called a Koopa Show. Oh my God! It's called a Koopa Jesus Show. Jesus Christ, man. Okay. We're for saying, all my nerds out there. You there are welcome. Is, okay. Here we go. Here you go, Koopa Kid. So I keep the trust. Like oh I said, building God. the trust back up with the Koopa fans kid. as well. All right. Koopa Show. Koopa Kid over here. Thanks. Koopa Kid wants DK Metcalf <laughs> as a Koopa Show. Went after D after Buddha Baker like he was in Mario Kart better. Now DK thinks he can ra- race with the best of them in Olympic trials. Now his first race didn't go according to plan. He it did not. He uh, <laughs> did not. I think he ended up ninth out of ten people. Uh, I think PFT like you said could beat him at this point. No, but I mean, let's be honest. Hundred meters, still got ten point three. That is very fast. He's just not an over. He's not a straight line speed guy. He's an athletic person. He's a zip and zag. He's a zip and zag. He's, he's a, a zip he, and zag. He's a he's a everything you got. Like he's the guy from. He's the, a route runner. He's, he's a, a strategic route. fast route runner. So. Everybody's cooking him. There's a reason he's not track and field. There's a reason he's not in the Olympics. Everybody's cooking him. I don't know why everybody's cooking him. Everybody say the man just wanted to see. My eye at all, by the way. So, so, well, I just caught my eye because everybody was talking about it. Everybody was like, "This guy's an asshole for doing it. Why would you do it? Now you You look like a dumbass." Yeah, this is Twitter land. You know, this is you know, you know how ESPN, the dog days, where they just don't want to talk about baseball and don't want to talk about hockey. They're like, "So you talk about how DK Metcalf? It is at least it's seventy five percent. It's 75% 75% of how LeBron took a shit that day, and then 25% like everything else. Right. Or so if it depends, football. let's say if it was 2014, it's how Johnny Manziel brushed his teeth, and then all Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So everybody was sucking. Everybody was like, this man shouldn't have done it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, at the same time, the dude said it. He just wanted to do it himself. I mean, the dudes are bored. By the way, why don't we talk more about LeBron James and Johnny Manziel on this show? Because we're a football podcast. But like, Johnny Manziel is football. But- but like at the same time, it's like LeBron, he gets it. Could have been a tight end. Everybody says, right? <sighs> All right, let's do more what? LeBron content on this show. Well, That's maybe. what everybody needs. We'll bring right? back Hoopin and Hollerin when that comes back. And Jesus then we'll have the, then we'll have the Jordan Lebron debate too. It's gonna be great. So, like you said, you didn't really care about this. So we'll we'll move on to the bigger story down the line. Oh, did you did you get that feeling? <laughs> yeah, because like I just really wanted to get it out there. Like everybody, get off my man DK's back. For like get the fuck out of here like go race go race go race at least the dude had balls to go race go race sorry you're not in a zero zero point one zero percent at your position whatever field exactly you go fuck yourself he's still gonna have like you're probably gonna suck him off on your fantasy team you fucking assholes congratulations don't draft him if you if you hated that he raced don't draft him dog days dog days dog oh days. my god so the other biggest story yeah is Julio Jones. Everybody's yep. now talking about Julio Jones. Yes, I'm a little more intrigued by this one. This one is kind of crazy because everybody knows what happened in the draft. They drafted Kyle Pitts, and they didn't go after Justin Fields like everybody says. So Matt Ryan, at 
at this point in time seems safe. So <laughs> now you have Calvin Ridley. Now you have Kyle Pitts. Yep. You have Hayden Hurst still. Yep. Matt Ryan didn't get his replacement. So all eyes point to Julio Jones, a 31-year-old beast. And I still say beast because he is a beast. And yep. he is still one of the greatest wide receivers of Speaking our generation. position. So my question is to you, little Joe. Mm-hmm. How many crack rocks would you be? How many crack rock rocks would you need for mm. you to trade Julio Jones? I'm going to need at least 16 million and a half crack rocks. So that's a, so for all you folks out here, we're about to teach <laughs> you right now. That is what we call a catch twenty two. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to be alive after all that? That's wrong. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to be alive. But continue. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't think at this point, unless you are looking for... Here's the way I look at it. Unless you're looking for immense capital, which you certainly, I think... It better be immense capital. Immense capital. That is a building block. You still have at least a good three or four years, in my opinion, of Prime Julio. Yes, I don't care what you say. That man is fucking ageless. He still looks like he played when he was 24, 25 nude, but just getting smarter at the game. Um, I'm going to use kind of an off example of, let's look at TJ Houston's up. Yep. Let's look at his career. Let's yep. look at the back half of those three or four of his careers. And no, by no means at the level of Julio. But you get what Not I'm getting close. at here, right? Yes. He was purely based off experience at that point and just knew the insides and outs of the games. And you take that, and then you take the skills of Julio, which I would even argue Julio is a better student in the game, which is saying a lot because TJ was a pretty damn excellent student in the game, is looking at that and saying, why would I not use that as a building block of my team? We draft somebody at a QB next year. I'm sorry. I don't know what they were thinking with Matt Ryan. Maybe try to give him one more year. You give a lot of respect to that man, what he's given to your franchise. Sure, fine. I get it. Start planning. Look at who you like for next year. Start figuring that out. You are now also, as you mentioned, you have Kyle Pitts. You have a lot of other assault weapons at the forefront on offense. I don't know why you didn't really focus on patching up that defense either, but I guess that's you guys, crazy. Yeah. I just don't think they give a fuck so, about defense in Atlanta. I, don't, I just don't care. They don't care. It's thirty. It's like literally, it's going to be a thirty. You have to score thirty-five points to even be in the game. Let's start with that. Right, as has been shown time and time, time again. again. Yes. yes. So. Kyle Pitts, it's not on Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts was the best available player, but at that p- point, sure, sure. at that point, you have to go best need because on defense, it's a patchwork job. You have Dante Fowler, who is grossly, grossly underachieved on his contract. Deion, Deion Jones has not played to his potential of what he was his rookie year. That The only person who gives a fuck is... Uh, uh, Garrett Greedy, I think that's how I say it. Yes. The DT, DT who's awesome. Yeah. Now we're talking about one of the better wide receivers in the NFL, and we're not talking about it like the Antonio Brown thing with the Steelers where he was like, I don't want to be here. Fuck all this. I'm a diva. The only thing you're going to get is a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick. There, If I'm the Atlanta Falcons and you come to me without a first-round pick, I am denying your trade offer, and shoving it in your face and spitting on it. Here's what I want to make sure we don't neglect, though. Yes. Because here's something I think we're going to forget, and people will quickly forget, practice last year. Yes. Let's rem- And uh, the practice after that, right when he was eligible. Right. So is that what GMs are looking at is, well, okay, 
because I can maybe kind of angle that if you start shopping Julio to where maybe the Falcons, I'm just saying playing devil's advocate, won't even get a deal. Won't even get something where that it's worth what you think Julio is. What if he does get the AB treatment? Because I think it's kind of intriguing you brought that up. But you know what's funny about that? Yeah. There's few guys in the league that could go a whole week without practice, show up on Sunday, and still give you elite production. 100%. Julio is one of those guys. Now, at 31... Maybe you're right with the whole practice thing, but I'm going to Allen Riverson this whole thing. Practice? We talking about, about practice? practice? Like, come on, man. This is Julio fucking Jones. You know it's a funny story I heard Julio recently, fucking too? Julio Jones Lauren, on the motherfuckers. And you probably heard this shit because I know you consume everything that is one of our competitors. Twitter. Well, no, I meant one of our competitors. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they're not competitors. They're a l- Legion. We don't want that shit on our pocket. They're fucking competitors and we're taking them we over. We can't. They, we are. Te- hey, Barstool, fucking bring it on. <laughs> that is one one host. <laughs> That's one host. If you want if you want the reign of fire. A strong host. This show does not it. happen go without this it. host. Go for All it. right. Barstool. Great. Thank you for giving me this content. Go. So, <laughs> this is, this is a, so basically, though, this is a story. It's an old rumor that Lawrence Taylor, apparently before a game, you, you know exactly what yes, I'm about to say. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Football, true football heads will know this anyway, yeah. right? Where he, it was a Monday night game. He was, I mean, we all knew it's the 80s. Getting oh, he didn't give up, a baby. Fuck. Didn't give a shit. Fuck. This man didn't show up to practice all week like he rarely ever did. He thought it was a bye week. Thought it was a bye week. Strolls up from sleeping to until probably like 5, 6 p.m. in the so afternoon funny. on a Monday game. Such a funny thing. Calls a taxi cab to MetLife and rolls up and gets... How, let me, how was his game, dude? He got two and a half sacks and six tackles. Four. No, wait. Four recorded on, sacks. On, 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 on. Four, Let's well, Google it. Well, I yeah, think fact you, check me. Fact I think check you, me. You, Am you I botched, exaggerating? You, you botched the story. I don't think I did. Hold on. Lawrence I don't think Taylor, I did. Monday night. This is actually good air. Stat, yeah, stat check me right now. Monday night story. The rare could air. Oh, okay, yeah. The here. franchise. Air. Okay. What do we got? So from Chris Collinsworth's mouth, he, okay, Collinsworth then chimes in with a describe the single greatest story I've ever heard. Da, 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 da. I said, why were you late? Collinsworth said. And LT said, man, the foursome in the front of me was so slow, I couldn't get there on time. And I said, well, what did you tell Parcells when you got to the stadium, came out on the field, and you're reforming and everything? Coach, the foursome in front of me was playing so slow. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. There's no way. Even LT was subject to a group of assholes in front of him taking their sweet-ass time on the golf course. So there you go. His- Different story. No, it's the same story. Is that the same story? Same story. Okay, so that's why he's okay, so he's late after being coked out all night regardless. So LT later on What describes, were the stats to the game? Late LT later describes he did play golf that day and he was driving past Medlife and he noticed that the stadium lights were on <laughs> and he was like he's like, Well damn, there's a lot of people in that stadium. He had three and a half sacks three and that a half. and, so we'll and ten up. tackles. We'll round up. Oh, my God. Anyways, Four. but still, Four greatest seconds. story of all time from LT. <laughs> so there goes my phone and my stat check. So there you go. Boom. Officially off the rails. I love it. Julio, do not trade. Falcons, do not trade Julio until you're absolutely sure you have a backup plan. Done. Make sure none of the GMs remember last year. So a team that has a backup plan but also very stupid. Let's talk about the Packers. So Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, we yeah. talked about it. It's Do the it. news of the day. Your now here's wait. What is the news of the day? Because you so, know I'm usually in a cave in the middle. This is a of, gambler. Uh, 
the bottom of a school ready for the gambler. No contact. Get, yes. get ready for the gambler. Guess who has the six best odds to win the Super Bowl now? Wait, 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 wait. Say it. Wait, wait, wait. Say the name. But I don't even know because was he signed? No, nothing happened. But okay, guess well, Vegas see, has. I told you I haven't heard these rumors. Vegas, I've been cocked away Vegas, in my yes. cubbyhole. So nothing happened. He's still on the Packers. There's still disputes. Nobody's gotten traded okay. yet. But guess who has the six? So best. Las Vegas Rams. No, dude. Who did you pick to win the AFC West? Oh fuck yeah! Okay, <laughs> let's go, baby. God damn it! It's the weed. It's the weed. It's that weed. Oh Stay yeah. Stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. I, every once in a while, I give the wait what vibes, and that's so uh, that's, that's the marijuana that, system. So if okay, I'm with Vegas, you. Now. I'm here now. The GAC has allowed me to catch up. So is, huh. if Vegas has taught us anything, there's no. There, there is rhyme or reason to putting the Broncos sixth. It behind the Chiefs, behind the Ravens, behind you know the protect the like the contenders, they're right there. So Joe, it might happen. It might happen. And I just want to be correct corrected though because you or I want to correct you rather. You picked the Denver Broncos. I I did asterisk. not. I no. did not. Oh no, no sir. No, you no, put the no. asterisk. I no, did not no, pick no, the Denver no. Broncos. No, no, no. You could re- rewind the Do tape. Do I? Am I? Was oh, I talking about no, math? No, no. Yes. Have. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you said to me. Oh, because Aaron Rodgers. I said. Did I say asterisks as well? Though you said. If it, you're like you, you, okay, are, you said eighty-five percent okay. sure that the Broncos were going to do it. Okay. I said. The Chiefs and the Chargers will have the same record, but the Chiefs out, outbeat them because of the division record and all that shit. I process a lot more information yes. day to day now. And okay. I put it as okay. okay, there you go. So that's the Aaron Rodgers news. Keep on watching. It is going to be a saga for so, the ages. So the odds are what, though? It's plus 600? Six, uh, 1,400 last time I saw. Hmm. It's pretty good. Hmm. It's not bad odds. Face of the franchise bet? $5. $5 both of us, yeah. So not even a bet, just we're in it together. Oh, put it on like, yeah, like on FanDuel. Yeah, shit? yeah, we're in it together. Okay, let's do it together. Deal, deal. I'm in. Building it back up. As long as it's not the Ravens or the Browns, yeah, I got you. Done. All right, cool. So, so next, the biggest thing that came out while we were on hiatus, and as everybody's talking about, everybody pretending like they don't know who they're playing, but now we find out when they're playing. It is the schedule. So we'll go. Uh, I know we said we have some different categories. So let's start with the. Best game on the schedule for me. If he does not get traded, it is the Super Bowl that we all wanted. Sorry, Tom Brady. It is the Packers against the Chiefs in Week Nine. Listen, everybody compares. Well, pa- anyway, go ahead. <laughs> all right, if he gets traded, it might be the the Broncos. I'm gonna ask the you home. to pick a different one. Can no, I do why? that to you? He definitely said, I'm not playing for the Packers next year. I said if he plays. I put an asterisk. What did, what did Aaron Rodgers say, though? I, I, listen. He's I, going somewhere. Everybody talks, talks, talks. Okay, okay, fair everybody enough. Everybody squats behind okay. that box. Okay, fair right. enough. So if they mend the bridges. Yes. Okay. Yes, and then we have the I best mean quarterback. I but. <laughs> and, and, and we have probably the best quarterback duel uh, that we've seen in a while. Uh, we have the young gun who is compared to him and the guy who won MVP over the young gun. I cannot wait for this massive showdown. If you have any Packers or any Chiefs on your fantasy team during that time, you're salivating. You're, oh, yeah. you're, you're I'm rock fucking hard. Literally, table about to flip or, because I'm right. For all our lady listeners, I'm lady hard. Lady hard. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not a bad looking dude. No homo. All that stuff. So. Right. And again, I can't say I've been looking to Aaron from time to time. Bonk. 
So he's a good looking man. He's a good looking man. Anyways, bonk. I'm bonk, bonk me for the score. Oh. It's gonna be like a forty point, like forty point 100%. each game. Like the defenses could be fine, whatever. I don't think they're the greatest defenses of all time. Of course not. But those are the two best quarterbacks in our generation, including Tom Brady. Give yeah. me that. Give me all that. Yeah. Give me all that. I love it. I love it. I'm going to – I mean, so first of all, the one – you already said it. The one that everybody's obviously excited about right. is the Tom Brady return to New England. There's something – and again, I'm going to – I want to – I'm going to go Chiefs favorite here. I really am. Uh, we're both going to go Chiefs game. I mean, uh, if you have first. a Chiefs in the game, it's, it's, it's awesome. Well, it's going to be Buffalo Buffalo Bills versus Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Um, it's going to be Sunday, October 10th on NBC, little Sunday night football. Um, reason I'm excited for this is because one, you get the you get a little revenge. I think that we may see a Josh Allen victory here. I think you see a very motivated Bills team, and I think this is one where we likely see the Chiefs sleeping that first half and then doing their Chiefs thing the second half. I mean, this is going to be. Definitely a top three game of the season. I don't think there's any doubt there. And I definitely think these teams will be just as good when, in my opinion, they likely see each other again in the AFC Championship. Right. So now we're going to go to the worst game. In my opinion, it's going to be the Jailbirds. <laughs> not, no, it's not, a, it's not any of the Bird teams. It's the Houston Texans playing against the New York Jets. In, oh, God, okay. <laughs> like, now you got it. Yeah. They're playing around like week fourteen. Um, we don't know what's what's uh, Deshaun Watson's um, status is going to be before the season begins. First of all, um, and even if he does play, like that team is just tremendously bad. Their head coach, I still don't understand. They picked a passing coordinator, passing efficiency coordinator for the fucking Baltimore Ravens, it's who are first in the league in rushing. <laughs> in rushing, you picked the passing guy for the rushing team. Now, the Jets, all right, the Jets could be good. If football had, if, I'm just saying this real quick. If football had a minor league team. It'd be the Houston it'd Texans. It'd be the Houston Texans. The Texans are for sure going for the number for one pick. moment of no, the No, that is a to-douche, yeah. but I, at the yeah. same time, it's true. Like, if the, Texans, if the Texans play fucking, it's going to be Tyrod Taylor if uh, Deshaun Watson's not playing. But the only reason why I put the Jets is because I have no idea what the Jets are looking like, and I'm thinking they're still the worst uh, team probably built. But, hey, Zach Wilson, you never know. And I could change my team. You know team. how I feel about my boy. You need to relax Listen, right now. Knee-jerk. It's a knee-jerk reaction. It's not what I feel. It's Has how I see. Has he had liquor in his system? Oh, God. Had he seen we're, going we're, we're going back. <laughs> Rewind back. If anybody wants to hear Joey's ranking of quarterbacks because of their religion, it is Steve Young. Right. Jim McMahon. Right. And um, Zach Wilson. Now I want to be clear. It has nothing to do with the religion, ah! but rather, but rather, but rather, we're really going to go there again. The aspects of the religion. Oh my god! Which is basically the same. So, <laughs> so basically, if there's any 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 people who believe in the religion of Islam during the time of like August and September, oh. he's going to be like, hold on, hold on. because of Ramadan, Joey's not picking you because you're going to be dehydrated. Listen, I will absolutely <laughs> pick you if your skills are met out for it a thousand percent listen, because you know the listen. grit and what it is to go through something that is extremely, extremely tough. <laughs> what is your what? worst what is your worst game there? Fucking religious book. Yeah, gee, stop trying to cancel. Book. Me. Go ahead, Book of Mormon. Go Joseph Smith. So anyway, um, <laughs> 
Go ahead, Book of Mormon. Um, that is absolutely going to be a dud shit show of a game. I have no doubt about that. What I think, well, that was going to be my absolute, and it's almost every single year, is going to be a fucking snooze fest, and it's every year on Thanksgiving we get fucking screwed with it at 12 o'clock. Sorry, Detroit Lions. It is going to be the Bears at the, uh, or, yeah, Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Jeez. Absolute snooze fest. Bet the under. It's going to be a 9-3 to football game. Um, besides that, get hammered and pretend like you're liking it. Yep. Now, to our favorite thing, who has the easiest schedule and who has the hardest schedule? So, let's start with the hardest. We both can't be biased here, though. So, I have to not pick them? Yes. They literally have the hardest schedule. Like, it's it's a fact. Like, it's not like... A- That's it. Okay. So, first of all, let's get something so, clear. Let- when you say the hardest schedule, that is based on opinions of... A no, bunch of the- no, 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 no. No, time out. It's, it's by winning percentage of last year. Okay. okay. So winning percentage okay. of last okay. year at fifty six percent of all, of those seventeen teams <laughs> were no, no, wins. No, 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 it's at fifty percent. I'm just saying it is fifty six percent of those te- <laughs> like win like winning percentage at fifty six percent. Stop. Okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers have the hardest schedule. Listen. <sighs> How is that yawn? I was sorry. Go ahead. So we play the division that sent. First of all, we play the NFC division that sent three teams to the playoffs. All right, I have to pick a different team then now. Than mine. Vikings. I can't do mine too. That's just bad podcasting. Listen. I'm listening. They they sent the Vikings. They sent the no right about the Vikings. I could be wrong. What about the Vikings? They sent that one too. I Anyways, point is my, they said. You know my head's been in a all I have to say is they go on the road against Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, if he stays in Green Bay, and they play fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes in their stadiums. If Aaron Rodgers does go to the Broncos, we still play him, and we play the Chargers. And we also play the, the Ravens and the Browns twice, who are now coming up as the teams to win our division. Bengals still have Joe Burrow. We play the Seahawks. The Seahawks, who have Russell Wilson. We play probably the top five, like, top five quarterbacks in the NFL. It's not an easy sketch. It is hard as fuck. It is not an easy sketch. With Ben Roethlisberger, who's 39 years of age. Didn't, I don't know about Najee Harris yet. I like our draft picks. But I'm not sucking my own dick. It's you probably do gonna... have some kind of like, okay, we can go on a little win streak period. No, we have to win. Okay, here's the deal. We have to win before this stretch. It is the Titans. No, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. That's how we end our season. Yes, the Titans are at home. Still a good team. <laughs> Chiefs, that's a loss. Let's not let's not let's not talk. Browns at home. Could win. Ravens away. We need to have the division kind of locked up before is that. Is part of you, by, by the way, saying, oh, geez, you know, that's a loss. Is hoping it's one of those weird games and you guys sneak a dub? If we sneak a dub in fucking Kansas City, I'm going to consider that kind of the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, at that point, at that point, we could beat anyone. Put fucking, put fucking the devil himself in front of us. We'll take him. By the way, Vikings do have the easiest schedule, in my opinion. No, I didn't say that. I said I, Steelers. I, I, no, easiest. Just looking through that. You oh, Vi- that yeah, Vi- well, yeah, well. It's a shit, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Who's so the hardest? Who's hardest? The- I'm not going to I'm not gonna say Washington football team. Andy but it's close. I mean, you guys have the top five, right? It is, it is fucking up there. It yeah. It is definitely, I would say, even top three. Um, in terms of toughest schedule overall. <sighs> you can say them. The Ravens. They play the same people we play. So it's like, I mean, they are the second hardest. All right, fine. 
I will go ahead. And or I'll, the Chicago Bears. Well, yeah. I mean, it's anyone. It's anyone. And you know what? I would even say the Vikings don't have a cakewalk, but that's just a different. I mean, it's easier than most. But let me say, I mean, a couple things. One, that those two divisions are fucked. I think those two division schedules are incredibly difficult. Whether you are in the nor- AFC North or you are in um, the NFC North, right? I think that, that by far the most two ch- challenging schedules that I've seen. In terms of the Ravens, yeah, I mean, it's it's it seems like they're definitely getting the dog shit of the path. But at the same time, I'm kind of interested to finally see this will be the year. And what I'm most interested about the Ravens schedule, this will be the year. Is my guy, who truly I still want to be my guy so bad, is he it? Is he it? Is he worthy to start getting back in that conversation with Patrick Mahomes? Yep. Is he worthy to start being that next generation of quarterbacks? Yep. That's what we're going to be keeping our eye on with this schedule. If he can get out of this schedule being a, I would even say an 11, yeah, an 11 and uh, 16, or 11 17, excuse me. That, that's good looking. So I think I think you're right. I think that's what it is because a lot of people have had opinions on his passing. Probably 11 and 6. I was right. Sorry. So it's not bad. So now to the teams that have the easiest schedule. Sorry, boss. It's the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys literally have cupcakes over cupcakes over cupcakes and could have a Steelers kind of fraud looking 11-0, and 10-0 start the season their winning percentages are low they were what the last place in their division yeah we're on the we're on the same page here there's not too much that needs they were in dead last they got i won a 200 bet for once in the last six years of the same 200 bet with a buddy um yeah listen i don't know what it is where the NFL continues to want to market the the Cowboys as a great team. And it's not just Jerry, by the way. It's it's the whole entire league. It's Roger Goodell. Eh. Eh. It's because, okay, let's be honest. Their outreach with, like, like, international marketing is insane. Like, that's one thing I will give them is their air, outreach and international marketing is kind of nuts. It's close. It's it's very close to a lot it's of— It's almost like a Yankees level. Yeah. It it's really very—it's disgusting. Yeah. Sure. Fair enough. They're fucking disgusting. Fuck them. Obviously, I'm disgusted by this, but it's it's I get it. Yeah, everyone has a bias take, right? I understand that, but at the same time, if you look at it, and like New just pointed out, again furthering my point, they need this team to look good, right? They need this team to be good, just like the Yankees always have to have the fucking all stars on their team every single year. It's the same thing with the Dallas Cowboys, at least on paper, right? So I mean. Can the NFL afford to have the Cowboys have another shit talk? Scene? No, they no. can't. So, good luck. And I think you're on the same page with me if with the Dallas Cowboys, if I'm not mistaken. A thousand percent. So, fuck you, Cowboys. Fuck you, Dak. Fuck you, Jerry Jones. Now, we go to our favorite segment. Hit it. NFC North Division Preview. So, we did all the other AFC teams, and then we started with the NFC West. Um, if you want to listen to those, please uh, like, download, subscribe our old ones. But we're going to start with the NFC, uh, NFC North. We're going to start with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Detroit Lions made a big splash trading away Matthew Stafford, their longtime quarterback, for Jared Goff. They got a new coach in Dan Campbell, who is probably your version of a wrestler in, in the 90s. Speaking of getting rock hard, by the way. He fucking wants to bite kneecaps. So what did they do in the draft? This man is literally ready to eat. 
picks. The, what do they do in the draft? They got somebody who is basically the comparison to a grizzly bear in Penne Sewell. Everybody says he's yes. already getting a gold jacket. He is already getting the <laughs> Hall of Fame. He is ready to rock. So yes. somebody who can protect Jared Goff, who I think is a statue anyways, and DeAndre Swift, who came onto the scene. Yeah. Defensively, they are the defense that is ho-hum. There is nobody on the defense that gets me going. There's zero. So they are in the division of the Bears, the Vikings, the Packers, who might have Aaron Rodgers, who do have solid options at weapons and quarterbacks and all that stuff. So to the Lions, you are going to be the cowardly Lions. You will have a 4-13 and 13 record. Yeah. You will be in the top 10 again. Hopefully, we will see what happens. This is Jared Goff might be exposed as not that good of a quarterback. And that is my kind of preview to them is that all they're going to be relying on is DeAndre DeAndre Swift. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did I forget might something? Might not be exposed or might be exposed as not a good quarterback. A thousand percent Jared Goff is big. Especially when Kenny Galladay goes away. Marvin Jones is gone. Nobody's there. It's a waste. Of, oh, you don't TJ have, you don't have Sean's system anymore. Ta- Let's look at Hawkinson. that, too. You don't have Sean's system anymore. Literally, it's going to be... By the way, TJ Hawkinson, top five tight end, book it. Just because of sure volume and nobody's there. DeAndre Swift, same shit, but top 15 PPR running back. Just as, Because there's nobody. There's nobody. There's nobody. Jared Goff can at least throw a five-yard out. Five-yard in. Slam. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, listen, I, I think this team is going to be embarrassing once again. I don't think there's going to be anything to be particularly excited about with this team. It's it's a situation where, listen, again, like I just mentioned, Jared Goff is a snooze fest. He's boring as hell. I don't know why I sniffed uh, instead of, but, you know, that's where my tired brain's at right now. But with that being said, I just... This team doesn't get me excited. I don't get anything that jumps off the wall. Again, defense is a bunch of no-names. Mine as well be if the uh, NFL had a minor league team. I Schedule here is, I mean, it's, it's not an easy one, dude. It's not a particularly easy one by any means. I mean, you, you start off with the 49ers, who we know are probably going to be hot again. Rams are still the Rams. You see the Ravens. As you mentioned, I mean, you see the Hawks as well. It's 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 not a fun schedule. It's always the Packers twice. Right. You, you see you guys, which I'm sure you're pretty excited about. You've already mentioned, which is probably your easiest game, I would say, probably. on the schedule. Probably. Except for maybe the two times when you face the Bengals. But I argue that's even I mean, I feel like Joe Burrow is going to be okay. So and they always give you a fighting yeah. shot, too. I mean, it's a division game. Um, with that being said, though, it's I see this team... Probably at more, I could see them pulling off five, six wins, but I think more ideally in the way it's going to play out is this is going to be a three and 14 team um, that is going to realize once again, we need to reboot and then do all the wrong things to reboot. Um, good luck to you, Detroit Lions. Dead last once again, the NFC North. Yep. So that was pretty easy. Now to the three <laughs> hardest to pick. So yeah. I'm, I'm picking the Minnesota Vikings to be in the third place in this division. Uh, they had probably the they probably had uh, the breakout star Actually, of last year that wasn't the quarterback in San, in Los Angeles, and that was Justin Jefferson. What they do, they add uh, offensive lineman for Kirk Cousins. They got Kellen Maude, uh, a quarterback who is a project behind Kirk Cousins. So maybe Kirk Cousins might not be the guy. Uh, but they, oh, really? so, <laughs> you think so they do have one of the most electric running backs in Dalvin cook. They still have a great defense in Harrison Smith. I could have told you that back in 20 fucking 12. Yeah. 
<laughs> what that Delvin Cook is good or Kirk Cousins? That. Oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I mean, they they always do this whole we're the middle of the pack kind of team. We'll probably be a wild card team. We're probably. I would not. almost argue they do the we're emerging kind of thing. We're coming on. Everybody wants to pick them, and then Irv Smith Jr. is probably the next They're best tight end. Everybody's trending pick, like. Oh, Kirk Cousins could find the magic that he found after RG3 left. Listen, man, it, it's the same song and dance. They're probably going to win six games. They'll probably be in the middle of, like, some sort of, like, in the 10 to 15 range in the draft. Mike Zimmer is still going to be that coach that has a top six, top seven defense. It, it's the same song and dance for that. Kirk Cousins, we'll see what he does. We'll see what Kellen Maud comes in and does. Maybe fight for that job. Who knows? I mean, Kirk Cousins, they have the weapons. They have Justin Jefferson. They have Adam Thielen. They have Irv Smith. They have Dalvin Cook, like we mentioned. The offensive line is not that bad. And I hate to say it like that because it's really not that bad. But it's kind of, woo. So, um, yeah, Minnesota Vikings, I'm putting six wins on the board. You got six wins on the board, 12 losses, or 11 losses then. I mean... I almost, almost for a brief second, dude, actually did want to take them to second place. I, I did, but I don't want to fall for the same Vikings. You're going to see my second place team, and then you're going to be like... Well, no, I'm with you. I know what you're Yes. I, I'm with you. Yes. I think, oh, I said... Also, maybe. asterisks for the second place team, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's a new... It's There's a, a lot of asterisks for the next two teams, but... Yes, but it is going to be a classic Newton-Joe on the same page yes. here, I think. I really do. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and just come out and say, I mean... Uh, we don't like to do this too much, but I'm going to go ahead and go with it. I'm going to even say 6 and 11 team as well. But let me tell you why, from my point of view. Um, I, I, I think it is indeed the year that Kirk does finally crash. And I think it's even more hardcore than what you're describing. I think it is, one, it's the relationship with the receivers for me. Dude. Right. I mean, let's look at it, right? He has had some of the best... Receivers of all time, in my opinion, at least of this generation. Diggs, Jefferson, Thielen, Thielen. Uh, Pierre Garçon, and your guys is the like... ultimate ultimate reception guy, right? Yep. Pierre Garçon. I mean, you had all sorts of different options that just didn't seem to pan out with with for whatever reason. In my opinion, this is not a guy who has really proven himself, or that he can at least get guys on board that he is a leader. That in turn has affected every single team he has been on, because he saw he marketed himself excellently, dude, to where he had this big value, right? Well, I'm the stats guy, and it was Washington's environment, so let me give him the fattest quarterback contracts of all time. Well, boy, how did that sweet little Christian boy fool you all? A hundred percent. Sorry, I always make it about religion on this show. <laughs> always, always, right? But anyway, man, um, I just. It's that factor and that factor, honestly, alone for the most part for me. Yes, the offensive line is still dog shit that you wonderfully subtly hinted at. But it's, you know, it's it's ultimately comes and ends and starts with who your leader is. And you guys have said, because it doesn't always have to be quarterback, don't get me wrong, right? It doesn't always have to be quarterback, man. No. But you guys have chosen him as your leader, whether you realize it or not. Zimmer is all in on him as the leader. Well, maybe he's starting to get out a little bit from the way things look. But... They, at least on paper, had invested in him as the leader of this team, right? Right. You are paying for that severely. Yeah. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Vikings. You're, second, you're third place in that division. So, we're, 
so the next team is definitely the Chicago Bears. Um, the Chicago Bears. He was giving me the time. So it's the Chicago Bears. We'll go. Man's got a trip at seven. So the Chicago Bears. They drafted their future at quarterback, Justin Fields, who I think they got a steal at 11. So I have my opinions on Justin Fields, but at 11 for a team that needed a quarterback, that is perfect. To a team that had two great wide receivers in Allen Robinson, who is underrated. Uh, Anthony Miller, who can speed down the field. Danny Mooney, who came on the scene as a speedster. Devin, David Montgomery is going to be okay. Now, the defense is top five already. They have Cleo Mack. They have yep. Keem Hicks. They have yep. Eddie Jackson. They have these, all no. these teams. This is a team. Now, Asterix, if they start Justin Fields first over Andy Dalton in week three, which I think should happen, they will be a playoff Why team. Why should that happen? Because, they, they're, because Andy Dalton's shit. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton's you shit. Andy Dalton shit. Yeah. So Justin Fields will get this team to be ten and six, be in that second to third wild card spot, because the next team I'm going to talk about, I'm going to put them together. Green Bay Packers. Wait, 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 wait. I got an opinion. I know I'm going to go really, really quick. So with the Bears, I mean, same kind of deal. I also you didn't give us the record. What do you think on the Bears? I said no. I said ten and seven. Sorry, I didn't mean ten and six. Okay, so with that being said, I think Bears, again, same kind of deal here. Defense is stout, elite. Justin Fields does deserve that opportunity week one to be on the field. Why would you put the ginger rifle that's gone nowhere on that field? He's clearly proven his time is done, and he's a okay backup at best. Um, you have the weapons and everything. Saying, well, here, it's what about the young Justin Fields. Are you guys overvaluing him? We're not. We're not overvaluing Justin Fields, but we're not also overvaluing what the weapons are on that offense. And that Justin Fields has the skills to make that offense function. And that defense is threatening enough to almost have a more powerful Washington football team in a determined later date, but probably not turn around. Yes. And I think that's true. And I think that's what they need. It's finally time for Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace to have their one last hoorah and see what happens with this team. I I do have this team at one last win. However, I do have them at nine. No worries. Well, this team has an asterisk because we don't know what they're going to do. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. He, he, who knows what's going to happen with them. This team's in disarray. But if Aaron Rodgers is there, they are 11. In first place. They're in first place. Seven they're wins 11 now. wins. They're Minimum. In, they're third behind probably who Bucks maybe, uh, Seahawks, Rams. I don't know. So whoever wins those divisions. But at the same time, like, like it's Devontae Adams. It's Aaron Jones. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers. Robert Tunyon. The defense is good. The defense is good with fucking the Smith brothers and and Xavier um, Alexander, all those guys. Mm. I mean, it's a good team. It's a great team. But Aaron Rodgers makes that team go go. Like you know what I'm talking about. Like if you lose Aaron Rodgers, go go. Like they go go. Like if you put Jordan Jordan Love in there, who knows? Unlike go go music. But they they made listen. The fact that it's since Aaron Rodgers been drafted. They've only drafted one offensive player, which was Jordan Love. In the first round, I mean, I would be upset too. You don't get this guy anything. You don't get this guy anything. Devontae Adams, you're lucky as shit Devontae Adams was a fucking as good as he is. He was in the second round from Fresno State, and he became good. Jordy Nelson, same thing, third round pick. Like Some of these guys are hitting because of the quarterbacks at Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. At least Brett Favre got Sterling Sharp. Uh, Sharp. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't have much, too much more out of that, especially in the sake of time. But I will say one, and we're going to make that debate super fast. We're still having it. We're going to make it one-minute debate. But real quick, real quick, <laughs> I will say— I was going to say we could save it for next time. It's fine. I don't care. We're doing it. <laughs> so, but really, really quick super debate. 
or uh, before our debate is this. Is one, I mean, I don't have much more to add to that. My true question to you is, I think, yeah, agreed, first place Aaron Rodgers on the team, 11 wins or more. My true question that I want you to answer is, what if he's not on the team? I think that's the more interesting Oh, dude, I, they're, they're behind the lines. I don't think so. So you think they're a wild card team or they make... I don't think they're a wild card team. I think they're short of it, but I still think they're competitive in that division. I, I think... still think they're roaming and some weeks they may be in first. I think it's a back and forth between the Bears. I team. literally saying behind the lines because the, disarray, the disarray of all the players from when Aaron Rodgers leaves is going to be so impactful. With the caveat that somebody like an Aaron Jones or a Devontae picks his team up and says, hey, listen, I know we're without a rock. I don't know what our front office is doing. I know this wasn't Coach's decision, and if Coach can get behind that and they can just kind of band together like that, I think it can be something. Devontae Adams already tweeted, you don't know what you got until you lose it. So This is true. This is there true. you go. Speaking of diva wide receivers. So very quickly, there's this new show out on the uh, called The Dark Side of Football. It's going to be on Vice. And uh, basically, it got to a spinoff of their Dark Side of the Ring. Last night, I saw the first episode, and I wanted to bring up with Nuke. Is there such thing as a diva, or do we exaggerate it through the media? My opinion, and what I want to say, and I think you're someone the same camp, but you have a bit of a different perspective here, is my opinion is, yes, if you're, I think the term is not correct. And I think it's almost a little cringeworthy. I think it's, it's a little disgusting, to be honest, because if you were the 0.0001% at something, and that was how you shine. That is exactly what you're great at. And there's not a lot of people that are 0, 0, 0, 0.1 at something in the world. But you depended on another human being to show that greatness as wide receivers do, then that's going to be a painful thing to carry. So I think you're right. And I, and that this is going to be a short debate. The only <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say is... I'll finally get to, one under the uh, belt here. To, to add to it, I think it's a mimic thing. I think it's also when you grow up seeing Michael Irving... You see people like Terrell Owens. You see people like Randy Moss just chatting, just always talking, always doing it. Chris Carter, everybody. You mimic that. You say that's what a wide receiver should be like. Chad Johnson, Steve Smith did it. Now we have TikTok boy Chase, Chase Claypool doing it. You have um, Antonio Brown used to do it. Like People talk, talk, talk because it gives them confidence, and they said it. They said, if I do not talk, I am not going to do my best. Yes, and they also do rely on other things like quarterback. But right. there's there's yeah. the the word diva wide receiver receiver we'll just receiver. It doesn't apply to people like Jerry Rice, Julio Jones, like people who were calm and collective sure. because they don't need to talk. Some people need to talk to get in the zone. AKA Reggie Miller said it all the time. If I didn't talk, I didn't feel like myself. I did not shoot threes. To shoot threes. I shoot them because I needed to talk. I needed to be in the zone. So. Well, and that same thing, too, to your point, and, and I think we're kind of coming on the same page here, which we kind of knew we already were yeah. in this debate, is that that's what Chad said, too. To keep it, Chad Johnson would say, to keep it interesting for myself. And we kind of, have the, yeah, same thing. I'm you get in people's heads. You get in people's heads. And then saying, and he knew, I knew I was going to be a target every single week already. So I was going to bring on the best. I was going to make sure that people got their money. That is a way that you motivate yourself 100%. And then the media will label it as your idea. So to end that conversation, it's also to a point where like nobody's built like Julio Jones anyways. So Julio doesn't really need to talk. Julio? So Julio will just moss you anyway. So there you go. Antonio says Julio? So that is our show. Face of the franchise. Sorry, it was a little rush. We have to get out of here. But we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh... 
we want to say stuck up clothing co finest fashion money could buy on instagram facebook twitter find their website stuckupclothing.com as well as by seduction Say it with me. Seductress by Jax. Follow her on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> and on her website as well, Best Lashes. Also, do men as well. Do your hair. Do whatever Everything. Uh, the males need as well. Eyesight, mobile eyewear company. They'll come to you to for your eyewear needs as well as Instagram. They're, they got new drops for sunglasses everywhere else. And to our new sponsor, Smooth My Balls. Um, they, the best razors you could use. I use them. Um, get your ball shaven right. By Go the way, to their I link. Say, I was a mess down there before we started with smoothing my balls. Yes. And now it is smelling fresh. It is looking acceptable to the get world. Their ball. Get the ball. Get the package. Use the f- promo code 4CR20. For the number 4CR20, the number, for 20% off your next bundle. Smooth my balls. And I am the Pharaoh. That is little Joe. Stay breezy. Stay easy. One love. Ha-ha! Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.